Hello guys, welcome back to Excuse My Frenchie podcast. This is Linda La Parisienne. Welcome back. Hello guys, what's up, what's going on? As you noticed uh, in a little intro, I said, uh, uh, I called it Excuse My Frenchie. So yes, I dared. I changed it. I changed it from excuse my French to excuse my Frenchie because there is so many excuse my French, pardon my French and stuff. And I got time for that. I am a unique. Uh, that's it. That's all I can say. It's unique. I don't want to be like the others. I don't want it to be hard to find. So it's going to be excuse my Frenchie. Right. And we're not at that point where I have like a million subscribers. So it's okay. People can catch up or randomly find me online. You know, who knows? So, uh, yes, I was in France, you guys. I didn't record for 10 days. I chose myself over my peeps. No, I'm joking. No, no, but I didn't have the time. This time I rented a car. So we had a little storm. It was kind of cold. Not that cold, but it was kind of cold, rainy and stuff. And having a car, it changed my life. You know, the amount of time I wasted in the past organizing myself to go to the train, take the metro, take the stuff, take the bus... Fuck that shit. Plus in Paris, Uber is expensive. It's like 30 bucks one way, you know, something that you would pay usually maybe $13 here. So I rented a car. I found a great price. Automatic. Yes, I have to admit I cannot drive manual anymore. That's uh, over for me. I don't know why I would bother myself when you can just have two pedals and have a hand free. So it was amazing, you guys. Although I traveled in a time of coronavirus in the air. So yeah. So it was better to have a car and not have to be like in the metro, in a bus and be with sweaty or like people that have maybe a sickness that you can catch. Uh, no offense. Oh my God, did you see how people get crazy? Uh, they don't make any difference. Now, if you're Asian, you're Chinese, you're a coronavirus potential person. That's crazy. I feel bad for the Asian people. You guys, I send you my love because I know people are so dumb, you know, but it's out of fear. Okay. I know some of them are racist, but most of it is out of fear, you know. Um, they don't know. They're like, you know what, just in case. Bon, unfortunately, the virus was in China. So unfortunately, you know, that's the, that's the way it is. But it was funny to watch, you know, people with the mask at the airport. It looks so creepy. And uh, let me ask you one thing. Who make the masks? Where does it come from? I believe it's made in China. So, you know, maybe the virus is already in the mask. You know, I hope nobody's going to get... Uh, crazy about what I just said, because, you know, some people, the germs freak, the one that uh, are scared of germs 24-7, uh, if they hear this, they're like, oh my God, I've been wearing a mask, it's from China, oh my God, maybe I already have the virus in the mask, oh my God, I'd rather, I might as well jump just in a fire to, you know, I don't know, but yeah, it was pretty uh, fucked up. On the way back, actually, in the plane, uh, I was uh, sitting next to two Asian uh, guys, a couple, and uh, they were from, uh, they grew up in America though, right? But they're like, their background is from Asia. And uh, you have to see the passengers when they walk into the plane, the way they look at them like, oh, ooh. and they look at me with sympathy, like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, you have to be next to them. Well, you know what, huh? if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I'm not going to go rub myself in a, in a room where there is some bats from China and stuff, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to lose uh, uh, my day and my time over it either. But yes, it was really, uh, really, uh, really weird. People uh, have uh, swag with the masks. Let me tell you, I've seen a girl with the cheetah or leopard mask on. Another girl had like a black and some gold stuff on it. I was like, wow. Like when you have a mask like this, that means you plan on wearing that for a while. That you thought about creating a wardrobe around it. You know, like if you have a masks, uh, 
to protect yourself from a, a virus that matches your purse? I don't know. You tell me. You tell me if there is a problem or not. I find it really weird, but it's okay. If you want to express yourself with the mask, you know what? I was like, maybe I'm going to see some masks. Maybe I'm going to create some masks. Put some pearls on it. Put some little chains, you know, put some like glitter or something. Like give them names. Put the logo, the channel, uh, channel, Chanel, channel, look at me. The American girl from Paris that is lost and doesn't know how to pronounce. Guys, I was so screwed with the jet lag the past few days. <coughs> After 4 p.m., I could not make a sentence. Yes, it was too much to ask. The jet lag is like nine hours, so you have to catch up. Like, I try to do my best, but uh, honestly, uh, I made sure that I was not driving the past uh, two days after 6 p.m. Because this would be like, uh, I can literally fall asleep and not wake up for the next six hours, like in my car. That's how bad it is. But yes, the coronavirus, some people push it, though. When I was at the check-in on the way back, I saw uh, an Asian guy. I mean, no offense, but it's not the time to do so. He had a cooler with food in it. And the girl, she didn't want to touch it. She was like, what is this? Like a blue cooler. You know, the one you take to the beach when you're going to have a picnic. He had this and he said it's some food. Like, dude, it's not the time to be bringing food in the cooler uh, overseas. Okay. Sorry, but especially if you're Asian, because people are really ignorant. You know what I mean? Uh, I make the difference, but not everybody does. You know, people, uh, they don't have time to think when it comes to that. And the way the media are making it big, like, oh my God. You know, there is 11 cases in the like in France or something, and they were talking about it as if uh, the coronavirus is already around us and is alive. I mean, it's alive, obviously, but it's not a dragon. You know what I mean? It's not a monster. So, you know. Anyway, the fashion brands, um, I got to go into some nice uh, boutiques in France, in Paris, and also the one, uh, I like to compare the prices, at the airport. And let me tell you, uh, Chanel, uh, who else? Christian Dior. Gucci, you know, they make some stuff, but uh, I feel it's too easy. I saw in a Chanel store, they had a pair of sneakers. To me, they look like Nikes, runnings, basically. All black and uh, the, the, the sole was white. And they just put a logo on it. So clearly, to me, it looks like it's made in China, this. Huh? This it doesn't look like a designer had thought about that, because that's not possible. Somebody was like, you know what, we need to have our own runnings. Nike make a good model, so let's get it and just put take off the Nike uh, logo and put ours. That doesn't look, and $800, $800. Like, if I buy $800 sneakers, it's got to be uh, in a commercial. They got to tell me that it will last, it will grow with you through your whole life and won't get dirty or won't get um, damaged. Or used. That's the only way. Another one, it looked like, you know, the Nikes, the, I think it's the Air Force or something. The one that are kind of like, they have high tops and they have the shorter one. Uh, basketball um, sneakers. So this one, they took the white one, the basic. And in the back, they put a Chanel, uh, Chanel, Chanel, I don't know why I'm saying this. You guys, I'm French, what's going on? Chanel written in the back in green and pink. But it was like somebody had cut some material with the like the letters in some material and just glued it to the back of the shoe and this is $800 and the colors are so ugly uh, I don't understand I really don't understand in the Cartier boutique I like to see Cartier damn it's expensive I saw some like $60,000 watches that um, it's funny when you see those watches then you you go to the stores where it's like cheaper versions and you know who is trying to be who it's so funny to watch. But I found a pair of sunglasses. Basically, it's like the Ray-Ban, the aviators. Uh, the, you know, like the, the frame is like gold. Well, apparently this one, it must be real gold. It's $5,000. So 
So me personally, I cannot buy this ever because I lose uh, sunglasses so easily. I used to, or sometimes, you know, I do. I don't want to jeopardize and jinx myself, so I'm trying to be positive. But yeah, it does happen to me. And I don't want to have the fear of losing uh, sunglasses that cost $5,000 in my life. I cannot afford that. I'd rather be like, you know what, if it's 200 bucks, I lose them, I lose them, it's destiny. $5,000, it's an investment. It's like, this is like piece of my uh, personal uh, financial uh, worth. So there has to be like, a, I don't want to have to carry like a, a sunglasses case with like a, an electronic uh, alarm system or something. $5,000, they are pushing it. Unbelievable. So uh, yes, what did I see? I saw a Chanel pants, black. It's like a classy pants. You guys, I think it's the best pen, pair of pants I've seen in my life. The silkiness and the smoothiness of the material. It's like the thing that never gets wrinkled for sure. And if you wear it, you feel like you're naked in a good way. And it's just so fucking classy. So fucking classy. And in my head, I was like, you know what? I, I think one day I could buy a pen like this. You know, I can put like $800 in a pen and be like, you know what? This is going to stay. This is so beautiful. This is like something you keep. And you can uh, swag on every time you need. And so I asked the guy, I was like, you know what, I'm going to ask. They're going to tell me that like, maybe four, five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars. And the guy told me twenty four hundred dollars. Twenty four hundred dollars. I mean, come on, it's so expensive. Like if you're not super rich and you buy something like this, like you make an investment. If somebody damages it, you stain it or whatever, you can go to prison because you can beat up the person that does that to you. Like because you know how much expensive it is. So, but it is beautiful. So I'm going to visualize it. This pants is going to come to me soon and for free. Huh? Let's do this. I noticed every time I said that things happen, you guys. Things just happen. So anyway, uh, Valentine's Day, Valentine's, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. What are you guys doing? Are you celebrating Valentine's Day? Yes, okay, so for the people who are celebrating Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's Day! And for the people uh, like me who don't give a fuck about who cares about Valentine's Day, you know, we know, I know, I don't need to say, you know what I mean? That's the first thing we joked about with my husband this morning waking up. He was like, <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. And in my head, I had a doubt for a second. I was like, oh my God, did he change on me? Did he started to like it? And then he was like, no, I'm just kidding with you. I was like, ah, oh, okay, thank God. So that's how much we don't care about that. I mean, and I worked at the restaurant. I'm <coughs> sorry, my throat. I worked at the restaurant. Oh my God, you guys, such a ghetto podcast. I'm like, you're lucky if I don't cough, you know. Um, I worked in a restaurant many years during Valentine's Day and it was a fucking nightmare for me to watch those people that come like fucking sheep, sheeps. And they come and they're just couple, 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 couple. And no tip, no tip, no tip, no tip, no tip. And the pressure, you can feel the pressure in the air. You know, like there is a lot of pressure for a man for Valentine's Day or for a girl. I don't know, from chocolate to like gifts and stuff like that. Um, I have to say here it's cuter because in America they do little chocolate, little this, little that, little stupid shit, right? But that's cute. But in France, they do like uh, the girls, they expect the ones that are full on with Valentine's Day, they expect a big gift. So this, uh, you gotta drop that shit, you guys. You know, it's not good. But uh, yeah, the Valentine's thing, for me to be outside with all the couples and feel the impression that I am uh, a victim of a consumer society, I cannot do. I cannot do. I am so staying home today, you guys. 
I have to work this weekend actually. So I am so staying home today. I don't want to see no Valentine's bullshit. I don't care. I don't have time. I don't need it. I don't see it. I don't care for it. But uh, I decided uh, since some people care about Valentine's and about I do care about love which I send you all my love, you guys. Um, I checked a couple things related to work that I'm going to talk about today. Because, you know, I missed uh, the podcast twice for the 10 days, so I decided to catch up and stay a little bit longer today and make sure I talk about the, the love stuff. So I was looking online with my uh, younger brother last week. We were joking about something, a show we saw on TV. And we started looking online about um, the weirdest uh, way of getting married right and i found some crazy stuff so you have like we're gonna start a uh, small but kind of crazy still we have the harry potter harry potter for the french people harry potter you know so different i know but it's the same words that i'm saying unfortunately you guys so people all dress like magician of harry potter and the the, the movie we have shrek where everybody's uh green you know we have avatar a wedding uh we have um star wars theme like you really had needs to be both of them they found each other because they they're a fan of that shit because you know i don't i don't see it uh, happening uh, uh, other way i didn't know this this could exist but it does to joke with my brother at some point i say what about the nude one we check oh my god they did it a nude wedding everybody naked like why why would you do that so it's a wedding right so if everybody everybody's naked sorry that's my bug for this week i hope i don't have another one I'm still in jet lag, you guys. My brain is going, my mouth is going another direction, and it's just trying to make sense, and it's not agreeing all the time. So anyway, and so yeah, nude. So we're not talking nude where you have like the supermodels and the guys with the six-pack and all the stuff, amazing, balling, and it's like, we're talking a wedding, there is grandma, great-grandma, cousins, uh, you know, like all the stuff, sometimes like, you know, and not everybody can afford to be nude. Right? Me, I would never do that. Oh my God, I would laugh if I was invited. And so those are the things you don't have the choice because, you know, they're really racist, the nude people, the nudists, against people that wear clothes. Like if you go to a place and you, it's a, nuding, a nude thing, if you wear clothes, it's a problem. You know what I mean? So, but I guess it's the same thing for us if we do something and somebody show up naked. But uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's more like a, a forest kind of living situation more than being uh, going to the city hall and then having a ceremony and then going to have a party where everybody's naked. I don't know. It's not my thing. If it makes you happy, I love it for you. Enjoy it. You rock that shit. But for me, so weird. We had the wedding underwater. So my friend, uh, which I told uh, about that, was telling me, but how do they do the party? I don't think they have a party, but uh, the ceremony, yes, that was like the guy with the, it seems to be the mayor or something in France, it's the mayor that uh, marry people. And uh, underwater, the table and everything, everything. It looks like it's a uh, real life happening underwater. And then we have a little bit uh, crazier. You have the one in the circus, circus wedding. So apparently uh, people are a fan of circus and they want to have a circus wedding in this world. We also have the one uh, they had, uh, you know, people that do a lot of piercings. Sometimes they have like a, a, um, a ring like a metal ring. So this is a couple, they had uh, put a metal ring on their back, in their back, and they're uh, held by a hook, and uh, it's pulling the skin, and it looks absolutely like a wedding in hell. But uh, yes, they did that. So I have to tell you the nude, I would laugh, and I would try to see, but I would have to take pictures and stuff. But the one with the hooks held by the 
being held by a big cord from the ceiling on a hook in your back. I cannot even see it. I cannot. Just the thought makes me sick. I don't understand. But that's how people love each other. So, you know, who knows what people are going to do today for Valentine's Day. Maybe some people are going to uh, whip themselves, whip each other, uh, you know, just for like getting a little torture and love in the picture. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with this world. Uh, I watch, uh, there was a show in France, you know, I catch up on the French TV when I go there. I have to, I laugh so much. And I have to say the talk shows and stuff in France, they're so much better than here. Here, there's so much extras and they talk for nothing and everything is like so sensitive and bullshit. I mean, they're sensitive too in France, but less sensitive and uh, I don't know, it's funnier. It's more um, genuine, I feel like, you know. I'm not talking shit, I'm just saying I can compare both countries, so I can tell you, right? Uh, I, the movies in France, the movie situation for us, we're slacking big time, but the TV we're doing better, I think, as far as talk shows and stuff, ideas. Uh, here it feels like there is only Judge Jody and the rest is a TV reality show. So one of the reality show actually we have in France, it's called uh, Married at the First uh, Sight, right? So they find people and they make it really scientific. Uh, they find a, a couple and then they do some uh, mathematic uh, equation. I don't know what that is, but they calculate some things within the personality. It's like seems super complicated and they can tell you a percentage of how much you would uh, it would work out between the two of you if you get married. And so people, not only they participate to the show, but if they tell them yes, they get married. And the funny part in this show is when you see like two months later where they're having like a fucking nightmare, like, yeah, she's not at all the way I thought she was. The girl is a, like, yeah, she likes painting and she likes strawberries like you, but they didn't tell you she's a fucking psycho jealous girl that's going to drive you nuts and lose her shit every time you talk to the other um, gender. Yes. So that was tough. I saw uh, then, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm going to try to look at some love stuff. So I have things to talk about for the Valentine's Day uh, podcast. Or the Fuck Valentine's Day podcast for the people who don't like it. And so um, there is a show that's called 90 Day Fiancé. And he was in the plane, right? When I came back, he was on the plane on the screen. So I was like, what is this? It's on the plane. So I didn't know on the plane, they literally put like a TV reality show. You guys should keep it uh, just with movies, you know. But anyway, at some point, I ran out of uh, stuff to watch. I wanted something uh, that looked boring enough that I could fall asleep on it. And so I didn't fall asleep. And I started... Uh, I lost my shit over that show, I'm going to tell you right now. It was unbelievable. So the, the, the concept is uh, couples that meet each other overseas. One of them is from America and the other person is from another country, right? Which is my case. Uh, but I, the only difference is that I met my, uh, my husband uh, in America when I lived here already. But those people, they don't know each other, right? And it's like, it looks like all of them, they meet in another country for three to five days and then they propose. Voilà. So already we start with, uh, I mean, love can exist like that, but it cannot exist like that uh, for so many people. It's not possible. And so it was so funny, you guys. So most of the time, it's like, you know, the guys when they have the crisis at the 40s and they want to find a chick that's like uh, the one who have it. Okay, I'm not saying everybody does, but the one who have it, they start like behaving like they can, uh, you know. And so they get a girlfriend that's like 19 to 23 years old you know, and then the 90 days, you're going to watch them um, communicating with each other and the process of uh, getting the fiancé visa, it's called. And then the guy has to go, or the girl has to go get their bride or groom in a fiancé in the country and they come back here and get married. Oh, my God, you guys. So many people, they're naive or they lie to themselves. I don't get it. 
I don't get it. I really do not understand. There was a chick. She went to Jamaica. She has two kids, okay? So you have two kids. She goes. She finds in love with a Jamaican guy. A beautiful blonde girl, right? Cool. Seems to be nice, whatever. She goes there. She finds the guy. She comes back. He's 19. She's almost 40. So already, uh, you know, but that's okay. Let's pretend. I mean, not pretend even. It could happen. Let's say, okay? Let's be open-minded. And then the guy, within the 90 days, he cheats on her. She finds out. And she's totally in denial. Like she says uh, to her friend, her friend is like, girl, you're going to bring a guy from another country. And he didn't uh, even come here yet, but he already cheated on you. And she was like so in denial because what what is to her, he represents like so much exotism. And um, he's like, you know, uh, darker skin, light eyes, beautiful, good looking kid, like let's say. And she wants him no matter what, whatever, whatever it costs. So she's like, you know what? Everything that happens in Jamaica stays in Jamaica. I'm okay with that. Like she's starting to accept everything. And the guy, you can tell he's going to come here. He's going to play all the time. But anyway, another guy, he meets a girl. She's 19. And you can tell she's like, like, so, you know, when somebody is materialistic and that's all they want is those people. Some people, they think that an American man is a rich guy no matter what. I literally saw one where a girl was from Jakarta, I think. She was loaded. She has maids and servants and stuff in her country. Uh, her family is really rich. And she meets this guy that's like 47. She's like 23. She has a child. And she's the one that's going to come to America. She doesn't know that the guy lives in North Carolina in a little house. He looks pink like he's having some alcohol issues. And maybe he has PTSD or something. And the girl, she's... I mean, the guy is living with his daughter. And he literally, you see on TV, he's telling his daughter, you got to find a place to stay because my new wife is coming in. Like, who does that? Like, what is wrong with people? Another one, the guy was like, honey, you got your visa. So perfect. Your ticket is in two weeks. And she was like, no, I want you to take my ticket right now. Okay. He was like, yeah, but I mean, if I take it right now, it's going to be like $3,000. She was like, well, I thought you love me. You know, that type of little playing bullshit that should have been like, should have stayed stuck in the 70s. Like that, that, we're in 2020 now. We're in 2020, 2020, 2020. You should know better than that. There is another guy, the desperate guys. The guy was like, he's in real estate, super good looking, but he cannot find a chick in America. Well, that happens. You know, I have to say, you never know. And so he finds this girl in Mexico. She's beautiful and everything. And she, he, he by her, he's like, well, you know, I don't think I'm, um, I think, you know, we both really uh, have love for each other. And I don't think, you know, I think it's really uh, equal and I really want her to be my wife. And, you know, I don't think she, you know, she take advantage of me, but I do send her money every two weeks. I uh, bought her a new car that you can see in the parking lot here. I bought her a Jeep and I bought her new boobs. And uh, I mean, dude, and all this is not even 90 days. We're talking maybe it's like the 60th day or something. Like, unbelievable, you know? They should have a step where they come to see me and I tell them, okay, listen, dude, she's playing with you. Just pretend tomorrow that you lost your apartment and you lost everything you had and let's see how she reacts. If she does um, silent radio, radio uh, si uh, silence radio, like we say in French, I'm sorry, I'm so tired, I cannot even talk. Uh, so you know she's interested only in your money. But the people, they don't see that. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, by the way, I wanted to tell you guys, you know, uh, lately I've been receiving some private messages on the on the Instagram for the Excuse My Frenchie. And some people have been uh, asking me uh, some advice 
uh, about some, you know, like relationship advice, let's say. And uh, I would like to say that first, I am not a psychologist, right? And uh, I don't have the pretension to say that I know better than anybody, but I uh, do have um, no filters. And uh, I think that everybody, you know, when it comes to love or when it comes to a relationship, because your heart is involved, you don't see it as clearly as somebody that's outside the situation. So just for that and for the fact that, uh, you know, I have a lot of friends that, I mean, not a lot of friends, but my close friends, actually, they're all really honest people and they don't, uh, they don't beat around the bush and huh? they don't have time. They tell you straight how it is. And uh, I am so grateful to have that in my life that I actually want to share it. So I decided that uh, started starting the next podcast, I will answer some of those uh, questions and uh, hopefully it would help and, uh, you know, see maybe some people could relate or, you know, it's not always easy or sometimes, you know, like it happened to me in my life before where I was talking about stuff and then somebody told me things and I was like, oh my God, you're totally right. I haven't seen this at all. I didn't look at it that way, you know. So la voilà, that's going to be this. That's going to be Linda La Parisienne. I'm going to answer some questions at the end of every podcast and see uh, if we can help. And I will tell you the truth and my honest truth and tell you uh, the way I would handle it, you know. So that's going to be all for me today. I'm so glad I'm back to you guys. I hope you're having a great February month and uh, I will talk to you soon. Bye.